Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. With each mortgage-free home, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us. Heroes that put their lives on the line for all of us, risking their lives for our country and our communities. These heroes need your help now more than ever. Help America's heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Sends it over to Edward Robles. Go and name FC. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of Insert Name FC, and with me, as always, is my best friend and other host of the show. I don't know why I keep saying the other host of the show. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Anyway, Edward Robles, the co-host. There you go. How about that? Is that professional? I feel like it's something to be like, like, I mean, am I the co-host or am I the host? Hold on. You're so in I guess, I guess I just say like co- the other host. Cause I don't want to call you the co-host. Cause I just you can be the co-anchor, <laughs> the co-managers, co-managers. Wow. Hey. This is how, you know, me and I were our, our office fans right here. We're co-co-managing. <laughs> Where would we be without the co-popes? <laughs> the, the two popes <laughs> or the two, the two, uh, kings of England. Yeah. Anyways, so, um, yeah, Edward Robles, the other host of the show. But, yeah, episode 36, Edward, I don't think we know any players with the number 36. Or do you? I don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to fake it. Some Academy product or something. Yeah, number 36, you know, <laughs> John Smith, you know, you know, that guy. It's either, okay, so I would say either an Academy player that just got called up or. Just a goalkeeper. I feel like, a random goalkeeper? yeah, like not even like the second string goalkeeper. Maybe just the the guy that couldn't get the other typical goalkeeper numbers. You mean like the one or the ninety nine or thirteen or twenty five or eighteen? Yeah, I guess. See, that's what I, the number, when I think of goalkeepers, I think of one, thirteen, uh, eighteen, and twenty five. Those are like to me, okay, those are goalkeeper numbers. I don't know why. I don't think it necessarily. I mean, number one for sure. I don't think if I, I, I don't think I can see any other position player wear number one. It'd be so weird to see a striker wear number one. Bro, you know what that tells you if you wear number one? Uh, what? You probably have like a huge ego. And maybe it could be that. I mean, 
could be the start of something good. If you're a really good player, do you think you might start a trend if you're like number one and then everybody's gonna be like, I'm gonna be number one instead of number nine? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think I can. Li- I can see that. I don't like it. You just say it. Maybe I'm, I'm just. Maybe I'm just traditional. I don't know. Just it can happen. It can happen. Well, anyways, we've, we've seen the triple numbers. So I mean, yeah, thanks, Liga Max. Yeah. Anyways, we got a. Uh, we actually got a quite the show for you guys. Uh, we have obviously headlines. We have our debates. We have uh, game recaps, game preview. Oh, not but players of the week. And we actually have some previews. We're going to be previewing uh, the Liga MX quarterfinals. We didn't. We forgot all about the the reclassification part. Yeah. But uh, eh, players fuck up. But anyways, um, yeah, we have at Liga MX previews. We have the Europa League final preview. Um, but not really like an in-depth preview. We'll probably do that once we get a little closer down the road to it. But just kind of do a quick recap of the of the semifinals for the Europa League and of course the Champions League. Um, <laughs> Once again, we don't go in-depth with the Champions League. If you guys want that in-depth analysis of the Champions League, make sure you guys check out Unhinged FC, uh, the the, the exclu- uh, Unhinged exclusive show that we do with Kelsey from High Low Sports. Yeah. Um, though, I guess there was some... I don't know what happened, but we didn't we didn't catch the preview for the Real Madrid game, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, something, some technicality must have so, happened there. Something happened. <laughs> something happened. But anyways... <laughs> But anyways, we'll talk. We'll we'll preview the Champions League. Uh, we'll do like a, a little quick sneak peek of what the Champions League has in store for us, and of course, um, we we will do. We do have a game to preview. I don't want to give us three games to preview just because we have literally we have like three fucking competitions to preview. But I mean, it is a pretty big game that's coming up this weekend, Edward. You know, it, yeah, the mm-hmm. FA Cup. You know, so we will talk about that. Um, it's a pretty big one, and uh, you know, it's it's it's, it's you know. It's something that you guys probably should be um, staying aware of, but yeah, that and of course we wrap things up with a three update down that I think you guys will find very entertaining. Yes, sir. All right, so before we get going with that, we're gonna go ahead and take a break. I know we just started, but you know what? This is this is our format. We're gonna <laughs> go ahead and listen to an ad, and then we'll get going with the show. Take a sip of water, and we'll go ahead and do the what's it called the ad. Hector, what was your New Year's resolution? Same one as every year. Read more. Why every year? Well, with school and work, it is simply hard to find time to read. What if instead of reading, you listen to someone read your books for you on Audible? Audible? Audible has a large library of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience. I like listening to my audiobooks on my way to work. What if I don't like Audible? You can start a 30-day free trial when you go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash insert name FC podcast. You'll be supporting the insert name FC podcast along with finally getting that New Year's resolution done. Thanks. Now I'm going to start a 30-day free trial. All right, Edward, we have some headlines. All right. Well, here we are again, Edward. The Super League. Ah, that's funny. You know, it's apparently that's still going on. So to remind everybody, or you want to do a quick uh, recap of what exactly the Super League was and how it kind of fell apart? Uh, you tell it better, honestly. Like I'll be, I'm pretty sure I'll just ramble on and okay, not lead up to the point. Okay, all right. So twelve allegedly elite teams in Europe. That's um. 
14, four elite teams in England, including uh, also including Tottenham and Arsenal. I don't know why they consider themselves elite, but there they are. Um, and uh, three teams from Italy and three teams from Spain decided they were going to form a Super League mainly because of money. And um, UEFA wasn't happy about it. FIFA wasn't happy about it. Not because of the the just the justice for the the right of football and all that. I don't think that it, it literally was because they're losing money on it as well. Obviously, if the best teams in Europe go and form their own league, they lose money. So yeah. So don't think that this was them trying to do what's right. No, it was like, hey, hey, am I gonna get a piece of that? No. Okay. Well, now you can't do that. That's literally. Literally what happened. But anyways, so thank you to the, 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 the committed fans because uh, ironically enough, most of these guys, most of the clubs, not going to say all of them, are owned by Americans. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and um, they didn't realize how, how committed the fans were to the, to the way the game has been done for years and years because let's face it, most of these clubs are over 100 years old. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. When they first started out, it was- Technically, farmer teams, you know, they weren't all. Really yeah, teams. I mean, I know I get that, but I'm just saying though, like I, I don't think they understood how committed these fans are to the game. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that happened, um, which led to the six teams from England, uh, four that are considered elite, and then Arsenal and Tottenham to the fans to push them, pressure them so hard that they ended up giving up, um, and they decided to bow out. Then followed by Inter Milan, um, and Atletico Madrid. And then there was four that were standing, which was AC Milan, Barcelona, Juventus, and Real Madrid. AC Milan has bowed out, so now all that stands is Barcelona, Juventus, and Real Madrid. The pressure is on now. Now, UEFA and FIFA have stated that if these teams do not choose to uh, officially bow out, there will be some punishments. Now, for the rest of the teams that did try to pull this off because they didn't they of course they're not going to go ahead and get out scot-free they are going to lose five percent of the revenue from uefa competitions Mm. so five percent i mean would it's not really a lot but not really but i mean you know and uh, i guess this is like just put it this way it's five percent is not a lot for a big big conglomerate no no i get that but i mean i I mean i I guess this is like you know what? We're not going to punish you as bad because of the fact that you decided to give up on the Super League. Yeah. So, so there is that. Now, the three teams that are still in remaining could be facing a, a ban from European competition. That means, once again, Barcelona, Juventus, and Real Madrid could not be going to the Champions League if they choose to stay on this Super League thing. Now, it seems like now it's just three teams. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, we saw Fiorentino Perez pulling this whole this whole thing like they're still under contract. Um, you know, that BS. Um and, and I think the rest of the teams are kinda like, I don't want to test that water, buddy. Yeah, pretty much. But you still have Barcelona, you still have Juventus and of course Real Madrid. Um and you know, these these clubs could be facing a Champions League ban. And if you're Juventus, Serie A's even putting the pressure a little bit more because they're like, hey, yeah, uh, if you if you do not bow out you're just not going to be in the Serie A anymore. And that's starting next season. If they choose not to, if they continue to stay on the Super League side. And that's big, especially because what this team has won nine straight Serie A. T- I mean, obviously, they didn't win this past, this recent Serie A title, but 
I believe they were like what's well, it? It's been a nine year run since Juventus has won the Serie A. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I mean, you're gonna get banned from from UEFA, and then now you're 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 possibly getting banned from Syria. Like, who's gonna take you? In? Is this worth it? Is this really is the Super League worth it now? Like, okay, and, and I've stated this before. The Super League could work. I, I, I and I'm not. This isn't me. Like the, the the way they set it up, I was like, okay, this this league could in in a in a world in in some way work, but. I didn't like that that all that this X amount of teams are going to be there regardless. There's only I believe five. I think they they're planning on adding three more elite clubs, and I throw air quotes on the elite part. <laughs> but more likely rich clubs. But um, they were going to have five qualifying spots. No one knew how you were going to qualify, but they just knew that there's five qualifying spots. The issue is with me is that what if Real Madrid has a bad year? What if what if Juventus gets relegated? You know. Are they still worthy of the Super League title? That's the question. And I, I, to me, and I mean, obviously, you saw the new Champions League format, so basically, that is the Super League. But yep. there needs to be a qualifying factor. There still needed to be a way for for the clubs to get in. Everything that they, the setup that they had, I think, was still a pretty, I think, enticing idea. It was just the fact that you're like, no matter what, these clubs are going to be in it. Yep. It's the exclusivity part. That's the only issue with it. I, I I'll say that again and again. The exclusivity part is the issue, because if it once again, if this wasn't about greed, if this was about the game of of soccer or football, however you fucking call it, there wouldn't have been, uh, there still would have been a qualifying factor. Like there's still you still need to qualify, and they didn't have that. That's not that's not helping football. That's not helping the small clubs. That's only helping the clubs that are rich. Don't think of the transfer costs as like, oh, that's going to save every club. No, it's not. It's just not. But, yes, once again, I'm not going to go into this tangent because I can probably go for hours again about this shit. But, anyways, Edward, what do you think of this ultimatum now that, like I said, Barcelona, Juventus, and Real Madrid are now facing? I mean, hey, they got to face some sort of punishment, honestly. Because, I mean, it was a stupid idea to begin with to try to, to jump on board with this. And I, even right now, I was actually thinking, I was like, hey, like just like how you said, you know, they end up, you know, getting kicked out of the Super League, and then let's say they got kicked out of Serie A. Where the hell are they gonna go? Like, there's just gonna be a team in the wind. <laughs> They're like, hey, we're gonna go to the second division or something. You think the second division is gonna be like, no, we don't have the funds to go ahead and support everything that you do since your league used to be the number one team for nine years running. Um, how about no? I don't, I don't think any team would actually take them who went this, you know? So, yeah, I, I, I kind of, I have a big problem with that. So I, I think, I think that they're right to be fine. They're right to be punished. If you know, you can say, it. you can call it that. No, yeah. And I totally agree. Um, I, I mean, and, and, and props to, to, Syria, to the Syria to be like, look, man, we're not playing with this shit, you know? I'm surprised La Liga hasn't hasn't done that. I mean, it could this could set a precedent. Like, just put the pressure onto the onto Real Madrid and Barcelona. At this point, I think it's safe to say, kind of just let it die. You you didn't have you, one. You didn't come at it the right way. Clearly, you didn't come at it the right way because obviously all the outrage that that led from it. No one was on your side. I mean, even the teams that were uh, at least at, initially were on the, on your side 
dipped out real quick. And didn't even last like a few. Didn't even last a week. The Super League didn't last a week. Barely a weekend. Just let it die. You, if anything, you got what you wanted. The Champions League format is going to change for 2024. You're going to get more money. You're, you're at least guaranteeing like a certain top club is still going to make it to the Champions League without it having to qualify. Like you're, you, you didn't get everything that you wanted, but you got some of it. Just because, and, and once again, you underestimated the fans, which yeah. is a slap to the face to the fans. Like, like it, it sucks, especially because, you know, like me, me and Edward are both, you know, Edward's a Barcelona fan. I'm a Real Madrid fan. And there's still two teams standing on this. I'm uh, just sorry, man. <laughs> but, uh, but no, yeah, I, like I, I even said it before, there needs to be a punishment. There needs to be a statement that, that lets them know that, hey, this isn't going to be accepted and we don't want to see this ever come again. And we're going to make sure you guys don't ever think about doing this again. So we're going to hurt, hit you where it hurts. And obviously that's their pocketbooks. Um, and I, uh, 5% may not be much, but to some people, but, um, which honestly it really isn't, but it's enough to at least get the guys that bowed out to be like, okay, well, you know, thank God we're not Real Madrid, Barcelona and, and Juventus right now. Yeah. So, and I mean, cause they're, they're still going to get to qualify. They still can compete in Champions League. They can still compete in Europa League. Like they still have a place. Yeah, they do. So, I mean, like they're like, okay, well, you know, we didn't get it as bad. We got like a little slap on the wrist. Just be- we got some respect because we bowed out. Yeah, I mean that's that's as much as you can say for uh, the other teams. Um, but for Barcelona, Atlético Madrid, or I'm sorry, Real Madrid and Juventus, you know, it just kind of kind of makes you a little bit pissed off at what's going on. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, that's gonna hit their pocketbook, and not a lot, but. It, it is going to affect them. It is going to affect them. They're going to need that money sometime, someday. Especially with the whole new transfer window that's going to be opening up soon for the summer. So, we'll see. And then for all we know, they might even implement that rule. Like, once the Europa League, or I'm sorry, the Super League is dead, next thing you know, they're going to be like, okay, yeah, now we're going to take the money. And it's like the winter transfer when a lot of the contracts are up. You know? So, <laughs> it would be, then at that point, that's going to hurt somebody. Yeah, totally. But all right, so that is enough of the Super League because I feel like we're gonna go. We're just gonna we can ramble on. We can ramble like on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, Edward. It didn't take long. <laughs> it didn't take long, and I mean, we kind of knew it wouldn't take long. I mean, obviously, I'm like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? The great one, the special one, oh, the special, the special one. That is, of course, Jose Mourinho. I know a lot of people like to call him Jose Mourinho. Um, is Jose Mourinho. That, that's the proper pronunciation of, of Jose's name. But anyways, the special <laughs> one is going back to Syria. That is correct. He has taken, he's going to be the next manager of Roma, which I, okay. So here's, here's the thing. Everyone views Jose Mourinho as a defensive specialist. Is he a defense? I don't know. I, really don't, I mean, I know he doesn't give up a lot of leads. So I mean that. Well, except for what happened with Tottenham. But we know the man at least has historically proven to have done very well defensively. I mean, he's beaten some really good teams with some teams that maybe some people weren't really sure how they how he beat him with. I mean, he did win once again. It's it's his flex, and he's going to continue to use that flex for the rest of his life because no one can use this flex. No one else can use this flex until someone else achieves it. He won the Champions League with Porto. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't care. I get it that, like, Man, how long are you gonna be riding on that? It, it's impressive. <laughs> like, I mean, what else do I have to say? It's an impressive feat. I mean, 
it's a club that doesn't have the financial backing of a Real Madrid or a, or a Barcelona or a Bayern Munich. And he won the Champions League with Porto. Mind you, he did have a very talented roster. I mean, you know, Deco, and just, a, just a name one off the top of my head. But he had a very talented roster. But they won the Champions League with a team from a league that most people don't expect to win anything from. Yeah. And so, I mean, he's going to hold on to that flex as long as he can. But anyways... He is going to be the manager of Roma. Roma, which we've had a running joke for about uh, for a while now, ever, which is they can't defend. They really can't. I mean, this season alone, as of right now, have scored, have given up 53 goals this season. Damn. 53 goals, and I believe they scored at least... The, 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 the goal differential is very close. I know that for sure. I didn't, I didn't look that up, but it doesn't matter. They... <laughs> They can score a lot of goals, but they just can't defend. I mean, yeah. So, so that's the issue. Now, Edward, do you think this is this is is this the guy that Roma should be going after? Well, I mean, if you, I kind of if you look at it, um, he's more. I want to say he focuses a lot more on the attacking. Yes, he does the park the bus kind of thing, but do you think he actually? If you look at the his past transfers, did he really focus a lot on defense on those teams like Real Madrid, Chelsea, Manchester United, um, Tottenham? Like, did, did you see him focusing on defense at all? Like, I, I saw more midfield and attacking, if anything, what he would focus on when he would buy transfers. Um, I mean, I feel like defensively what, what Jose looks for, I think he just wants guys that can, that can help build out the counterattack. I always felt... I always felt Jose Mourinho has been always a counterattack guy. So obviously he wants guys that, that have good ball vision and know how to send the ball out when, when needed. Um, I mean, he does bring it, he, he does tend to bring in some of the guys that he's worked with personally. Um, I mean, we kind of saw that with, with Real Madrid and, and, and also, you know, we, we've seen him do it, but I mean, you know, some of the players just that he has been room, that's already been rumored with Roma. Um, this it was all, this was before Jose Mourinho uh, was announced that he was going to take over for Roma. Um, but uh, David De Gea has been a player that has been heavily rumored with uh, Roma as of recently. I mean, obviously Dean Henderson kind of looks like he's going to be the man between the sticks for Manchester United. So David De Gea just kind of he's just kind of there now. So they can kind of afford afford to give him up for at least something. And yeah. and Roma could be. I mean, Roma is a pretty good, enticing spot for him. Yeah. Um. I, if I was Juventus right now, I'd probably be pushing for him as well, uh, personally. Because <laughs> I don't know about you, Edward, but uh, Chesney's not the guy. No, uh, he's not. Uh, he's not. I can I can speak that off personal experience. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like you know, so David De Gea is a guy that's been now a person that Jose Mourinho is looking at to bring to Roma is. Renato Sanchez. Okay. Now, for those who don't know who Renato Sanchez is, Renato Sanchez was a wonder kid. At least was believed to be a wonder kid. Um, he he did do he did a re- had a really great uh Euro, I believe. I, I believe he was yeah he was in the Euros, which yeah. was the Euros that they, that Portugal won. Yeah. Uh, without Cristiano Ronaldo, by the way. Uh, but yeah, Renato Sanchez was a, was a very promising player. So promising that Bayern Munich went ahead and got that kid because you know one thing that Bayern Munich does and that is sna- snatching young kids when they when they can 
Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you better retrace that, sir. They go and invest on young talent because obviously they look promising. It is probably the better way to say anyway. it. still kind of sounds bad. Anyways, Bayern <laughs> yeah, yeah. likes to buy young players. Okay. Yeah. There we go. But um, he kind of just didn't live up his hype. Um, he hardly played for Bayern Munich. And then he got sent on a series of loans. I believe at one point played for Swansea. Um, and eventually found himself in Lille, where he's kind of found a resurgence. Um, kind of weirdly enough, the whole Lille team just seems to be a bunch of guys that, oh, these guys were going to be something, and they just kind of never were. <laughs> oh. So the kind of had their redemption. Obviously, if you guys haven't been watching League Un, Lille's making a, an amazing run, and I think right now League Un is the league to watch right now just because of how close that battle is for, for the League Un title. Yeah. But, um, but kind of st- sticking to Ronaldo Sanchez, he's finally found a resurgence in his career. And I, I do believe that a lot of teams are, are gaining some interest on him, especially because he's, he's a very big part of, of Lil's success. And, uh, you know, I'm sure because he's Portuguese as well, it helps, <laughs> it helps that Jose Mourinho has gotten some interest in him, but could come in and, and be that player that Jose likes to, uh, a midfield that Jose likes to use in his system as well. Um, I feel, I mean, David De Gea will definitely help improve on the maybe l- less than the goals allowed number, but I think Ronaldo Sanchez is going to be a big addition to that midfield. Yeah, it's it's possible that he can actually improve that right there. Um, but also, there's been talks about him and Belotti. So I mean, but if any if anybody here plays FIFA, Belotti is a very underrated uh, forward to get. Yep. Like go get him. He's gonna score your goals, guaranteed. Like he has not failed me. He's like a, he's my little cheat code. <laughs> There's some players that are just like OP'd on FIFA. Like they may not be good in real life. I mean, Belotti's pretty good, yeah, but, but uh, but in the game they're just like on a gun. It's it's like Jack Butlin or Jake Butlin. Is it Jake Butlin or Jack Butlin? I thought it would be like yeah, Jack Butlin, but I figured it would be like Alec Angus Gunn. Angus Gunn too, but Butlin was the original cheat code. Like, you were not scoring on Butlin. Yeah, I guess so. But, uh, I, that's, that's the thing, though. With those two on the, on the front of their, or the reins of the transfer news for Roma, doesn't it kind of just, um, kind of, con- how do I say this? Kind of put what I said, like, right then and there, uh, on the spot with the whole him getting, uh, uh nothing but attackers and midfielders to, well, I mean, squad. Well, I mean, David De Gea is also a goalkeeper. It, it te- I would, would you consider a goalkeeper a part of the defense? I mean, I would, but I feel like I, I would definitely throw it there as a member of the defense. But anyways, that's not the point. Um, you know, I, I, I honestly do think Roma made the right choice in getting Jose Mourinho. Um, I don't know. To be honest, I really don't know what happened with Tottenham. Yes, Tottenham has kind of had some issues as of lately. Um. I don't necessarily, I honestly don't think it's, it, it was Jose's fault. Um, I mean, the talent is there and I get that, that that's a very talented team that you would have to be really bad at, at a, as a manager to, to mess that up. But I mean, Tottenham is also kind of one of those inconsistent teams for me. Like this team should have been a team that, like, I mean, me and Edward thought we're going to really do something. And, I honestly thought they were going to make it to the final. And, um, well, they didn't. Uh, no. but, I don't, I, I think it's kind of just a little bit in between. It's like a combination of both. I just don't, like, the team should be good. Like, the team should be good. 
but there is a lot of question marks for certain players as well. Um, I feel like everyone just kind of you know jokes on Tottenham, but there's they are a really good team. And I mean, Jose Mourinho, he's a proven winner, and uh, and Tottenham kind of chokes a lot. Yeah. So it, it's one of those weird things that I really don't know whose fault it is. But Roma needs need needs to improve. Um, and I think Jose Mourinho, a guy that does have experience in Serie A, um, so I mean, I think this was a good match uh, for both teams. They both kind of need each other at the right time. Because um, I mean, if if Jose can turn this this Roma team around, I think that this kind of cements that he's not done. Exactly. Like, so I I think this is a, gr- a great a, a great move from Roma, um, which is funny enough because they I believe they do they are owned by an American group. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but they clearly they didn't qualify for uh, for Super League. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly you don't you can't defend. Can't. But apparently, which is funny, Roma can't make it, but 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 Tottenham and Arsenal, Arsenal can. Well, I mean, because they have the backing money to do it, you know. Mm, Roma's not. I would say that about Roma, Arsenal. Roma, Roma's not that rich compared to Arsenal. Okay, okay, that's fair. I. Arsenal has the potential to spend. It's just that they don't. They don't. They're they're grabbing onto the money as they can. Yeah. All right. Edward, I can't believe this move happened, but it happened. Oh, shite. And that is Thauvin going to Tigris. Damn. So for those who don't know, Thauvin is one, a, a 28, I believe will be turning 29, but a 28-year-old winger from Olympic Martial, a player that I think is very good, that has so much, that like can still play in Europe. As a matter of fact, there was a lot of teams from the EPL and AC Milan that were both, that were all interested in getting Thauvin because he was actually at the end of his contract. Didn't look like he was going to renew it, uh, with, with Martial. And, um, obviously he had options to continue in Europe, but he chooses to go to Monterrey and play for Tigres. Um, and weirdly enough, obviously also has another French player over there in Gignac, who is actually a former teammate of Thauvin. So I feel like there's some, there's some, there, there had to have been some, some work from Gignac to, to entice Thauvin to come to Mexico. <laughs> Cause I mean, he, he's definitely taking a big pay cut to come down there, but I mean, he sees the success that Gignac is getting over there. I mean, Gignac is basically a Mexican now. Yeah. Um, I mean, why not move to Monterrey and and become become a Mexican legend like Ignite? And I think um, I think one, this is just not fair, man. Like I feel like Tigres is already. I mean, well, I believe yeah, Tigres is already eliminated from uh from the Liga MX. They got eliminated in the reclassification round, but <sighs> Tigres is already such a good team for me. I mean, maybe because the players are a little bit are getting a little bit older that maybe that's the reason why Tigres hasn't been what they used to be. Like uh, well. What they used to be for not, not that long ago, um, but I feel like this is a really great move for Tigres. I mean, another big European player. Yeah, I mean he he's a really good player. So for him to do that move, like you said, he's probably following in the footsteps of Gignac, which I think back in 2015 he ended up moving up. To, or I'm sorry, he ended up moving down to Mexico to be for Tigres. Uh-huh. So I, I think um, it's possible that he's, 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 like you said, he saw the success Guignac had. Hey, maybe the, it's not about the money for him at this point. 
It could be like, let me try this out. Let me see how I do. He probably wants to measure himself up, see where he's at. And it's not about being scared about the European League or anything like that. It's just um, it, they could be offering him like a lot of sponsorships, a lot of, um, I guess you could say like Michael, like Michael Scott said, you know, I'm in it for the perks, you know. No, yeah, paycheck, but yeah, I totally, I totally agree. So, I mean, maybe he got perks that nobody else offered. Maybe he's going to be a crucial player. Maybe he's gonna basically going to be starting alongside Guignac instead of actually being, you know, oh, I'm going to be a sub this day. Or, and then maybe another two days, you know, um, maybe they're also also going to give him a bonus of, hey, if you score this much or if you do this many assists, you know, it, it, I mean, money does talk, but it's always about the perks when it comes to uh, certain players. And I think that's exactly what it, what it is with Dovin. But I mean, there hasn't been a lot of information released to that I can know of uh, for his contract. Could be they could even be offering him like, hey, we're going to just give you a house and a Lamborghini. Over here, you know. So I mean, little little things like that. You never know. No, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think this is a great move for Tigres. I think this is, uh, I think, an inter- a, a new chapter for Davin. Um, I, I, honestly, I think this is a this is a great pairing for both. I think Davin I mean, can definitely flourish in, in for Tigres. Not just Liga MX. I don't think he can fit with just any Liga MX team. But for Tigres, I think is a a really good fit. Um. And, and I mean, he's not going to go in there like not knowing anybody. I mean, at least he has. I mean, I'm sure he speaks some Spanish. I mean, most most of the European based players speak multi languages. But I mean, the fact that he's going to have, you know, a, a friend in Gignac uh, there to at least help him at least transition well to Mexico. Um, I think this is a perfect situation for him. Probably the best situation for him for besides going, you know, sticking with Europe. Cause I think he still can compete in Europe. It's not, it's not a matter of he can't compete. I mean, he just was one of those few players that, especially like when it just seemed like everybody wanted to get a French player on their team. Oh, yeah. Uh, he just happened to be that one that just stayed in Marcial. I think just by, I think purely by choice. I don't think that it was kind of one of those where he, nobody wanted him. I just think he, he just liked playing for Marcial. I mean, he was even linked to AC Milan. So, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it, it and I mean, technically, he's a World Cup winner. Yeah, he is a World Cup winner. He was there. <laughs> I don't know if he played any games uh, off the top of my head, but he Probably was. He, he he definitely was part of the World Cup team. Um, and I'm I'm pretty sure Tigres is gonna milk the fuck out of that. Yeah. But um, but no, yeah, I think this is a great pairing. I think Tigres is a very passionate fan base. I think he's gonna love it there. I think he's really gonna have so much fun playing for Tigres. Um, so I can't wait to see what what Dobbins gonna look like in in, in Mexico and and maybe help uh. Get Tigres back in into the into the into the, in the playoff like in a bet in a more deeper playoff run. Yeah, I, I mean, more people are going to keep an eye out on Tigres now on the MX, Liga MX, and they're probably going to watch more the more games just to see how this kid's going to come out or well, this kid, this man is going to come out. You know. All right, for sure. Okay, Edward, it is debate time. All right. So. <laughs> Alright, after the events of the Champions League semifinal between Real Madrid and, and, and Chelsea, which, uh, Real Madrid lost. Um, which what? What? I'm um, sorry. You need to speak up. I didn't see the little things here. Real Madrid lost. Uh, uh, <laughs> you, what? I'm sorry. You gotta say you're right. You know, kind of owe it to Kelsey at this point. Real Madrid lost. Uh, what? Kelsey, come on. If you somehow listen are listening to this, you gotta 
hype this dude up, you know? What did you say, Hector? How much you lost? <laughs> God damn it, you say it in a rightful tone, sir. Damn it. What? What? I hate you. I hate you. Ramager lost. Okay. There you go. Ramager did not win. Oh, that's still the, <laughs> that's still, that's still, that sounds worse. <laughs> All right. So in the event of Chelsea beating Real Madrid, God damn it. In the event of Real Madrid's defeat, not that one. All right. Anyway, so Real Madrid ends up losing to Chelsea and Hazard makes his, makes his return to Stanford Bridge and after the game, when you know Chelsea was making his, you know they obviously they beat Real Madrid, so they're going to the Champions League final. That's pretty big for Chelsea because you know it's been a while since they've been to the Champions League final. Yep. Um, it, and um, I mean yes, before he went to Ram, before Hazard wasted all of Real Madrid's money and went to go play for Real Madrid for a shit ton of money, money that Ram, that Chelsea ended up using to get Kyle Havertz and Timo Werner, who ends up finally scoring a goal. Um. <laughs> I'm going to speak that real quick, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll say that it was a gimme goal. Like, it was, no, it was a gimme goal. Kai Havertz is the whole play, bro. If, if he missed that, if he missed that, like, like he has to, I don't know what he has to do, but change his shoes. And, like, if you missed that, I don't know. Anyways, it, anyways, Timo Werner finally scored, but... Yes, most of the money that they that Chelsea got from the the Hazard transfer was used towards getting Havertz and Timo Werner and 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 Zayek. Uh, and you know, obviously, it's not like it, two years ago Hazard was obviously with Chelsea, um, so he still knows a lot of guys that play in Chelsea. And after the game, he actually like stayed back and and you know caught up with you know his former teammates. Um, and obviously there's some images of him laughing, um, and, and, you know, Real Madrid fans are like, what the fuck? Not me, but Real Madrid fans are like, what the fuck? Um, and so my, <laughs> but it did lead to a lot of outrage. You even had the, one of the, uh, Spanish, uh, shows that covers, you know, Real Madrid. This man was so furious. Like, I mean, like this dude was just like, he, he couldn't find the words to say or describe how he felt. Seeing Eden Hazard laughing with his team. How dare you? How dare you reminisce? How dare you? <laughs> like, I, I literally, that's how I felt. Like, he had like a very, like, like a very subtle tone with the show. Like, he had like a very, like, intense, like, music. Like, you know, like, not like saw, but like a relaxed saw. If that makes any sense. <laughs> Damn. Like, the, the music was there. Like, they even had like the lights go down. Like, it, like, it was like, who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it, it was just, it, and then like you could just see him pissed, like he's like, and then at, he ends it all with, I'm not gonna say the whole thing because plus it was in Spanish, and plus he's from Spain, so his Spanish is even more in- confusing. But at the end of it all, he wants Hazard gone. I want Hazard gone, but for other reasons. This is the <laughs> reason why I want Hazard gone. H- Hazard for wanting to catch up with his buddies. Here's the situation to me. Uh, 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 here's the debate topic ever. Was Hazard wrong for? For being happy for his Chelsea teammates, I don't think so. I mean, I've like personally, I've done it too. Like when I'm playing against teammates or old former teammates, and then they win, you know, I'm not gonna be, I'm gonna be upset, yeah. But if I haven't seen them in a while, and then you know they come up to me and they're in a good mood, I'm not gonna be like, yeah, man, fuck you guys, like, you know, like like they basically kind of disrespectful. Yes, I'm. I guess you can say I'm being disrespectful to the fans, 
that you know in that way or I, I think I think for some people it's the context the fact that you haven't played because of injuries and I mean that's that's not that, that's not something that his it's his fault you know like he just happens to not have he just he just happens to get injuries like it's a, it's enough it's, it's because of his apparently even there's been tabloids and there's been people even close to him people on the team saying it's because he didn't take his training seriously. He's not like. Um, but that's an issue that goes back to even like yeah, even back he, to he, his, his little Chelsea, days. Yeah, yeah. That goes back to like his little days. Yeah, like he basically takes everything like oh you know kind of joshingly. You don't have the so so once again to Ronaldo and him. For me, one for people to understand why I personally want Hazard out of Real Madrid. One, he's a waste of money. Two, I didn't think he was a need, especially when you had Vinicius and Rodrigo and Marco Asensio. So I felt like the winger position was the last of the things that Real Madrid, This was purely a luxury move. This was to get, oh, let's go get the best the, the Belgium. Signing, basically. The best Belgium player, which I don't even think Hazard is the best Belgium player. If you ask me, it's De probably Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne or even Lukaku. Would probably be the first two. Th- that's the first two names that I think of before I think of. I mean, you know, shoot, I would have gone for Thorgan Hazard. So I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> Like which was wow. which was the better Hazard brother? I'd probably go for Thorgan. He's pretty consistent. <laughs> One, he stays on the field, so I mean, wow. he's already better than his brother. Well, okay, <laughs> let, me, let me put it to you this way then: Do you think the fans, if Real Madrid had won by one goal, whether Hazard had a part in it or had a part in it or not, um, do you think they would have reacted the same exact way? If he was doing the same thing, if see, see, that's my thing. I think that they wouldn't be saying anything. They would just be like, "Oh, look, look at Hazard reminiscing with his team." Yeah, but his former club, you know, what a great guy. You know, look, look how supportive the Chelsea players are. Look, uh, look how happy they are for that guy. See, that's what we would be hearing from Real Madrid fans. Now, on the other side, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like I'm just gonna. There's probably gonna be a lot of bashing of Timo Werner. If obviously, if Timo Werner didn't score that goal. Uh, not, not even that. People, it's, it's, people probably saying that Christian Pulisic is overrated because we hear that a lot. Um, Kai Havertz isn't it? Maybe, you know, Bayern Munich was, 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 Bayern Munich had a point. Like, that, what we would have heard from Chelsea's side. Like, I don't think they would be mad. But, okay. But for Real Madrid fans, I just think the fact that, like, you're piling on all the issues that you already have with Hazard. The fact that he can't stay healthy on the field. The, the fact that he can't even get on the field. This one one game, he showed up as a substitute. The next thing you know, we find out he got injured again. So, well, the hammy. And and once again, it, like I think I I really think if it wasn't for how much Real Madrid spent on bringing in Hazard, mind you, this isn't you know twenty two year old Eden Hazard. No, it's not. Like this is twenty nine year old Eden Hazard. I yeah. mean, I think they brought him. They brought him in when he's twenty eight. He's twenty eight. But kind of like. If he hasn't, like, I didn't like the the signing of Eden Hazard from the beginning. I didn't like it because I just don't think he's that professional of a player. Let me me tell you something. Let me tell you something. So when Eden Hazard was brought up to Real Madrid as a Barcelona fan, I was like, fuck, we're about to get screwed on that side because I was thinking, I was like, "It, it could still happen. I was like thinking if Neymar comes through, I was like, then there's nothing to worry about. I was like, but, you know, it didn't happen. So then I was like, fuck, with this Dembele kind of shit. I was like, damn it, what's going to happen? Real Madrid's going to run all circles all over us. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, Eden Hazard didn't even get to play, like, that classical for that season, I think, because he was injured. 
Uh-huh. So I, I, then I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> kind of, you know, ooh. and then I saw that he wasn't really consistent and then he was mostly out for the season. I was like, okay. You know? So now whenever they're like, oh, Hazard's going to play Classico, I was like, okay. Like that, that's my reaction. I'm just like, oh, okay. You know, I'm like, I don't know what to expect. I, I mean, honestly, the- like, I don't know what to expect. I it- know he's, he can be great. It's just, no, no, oh no. We we know if he can f- get everything going for. Uh, also, I'm gonna say this just because I, I it, he did uh, allegedly score a goal and, and, and to tie against Soviet, which we'll talk about that a little bit later. But <laughs> I like how they try to give Hazard credit for the goal. One, that was all Tony Cruz. Two, that was an own goal. <laughs> it, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but Hazard did not touch that ball. If he did, he probably got like his shoelace. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, like the, that was an own. If, that, if that you overgrown get, ter- toenail that went through his shoe. <laughs> if you wanted to give credit to a Real Madrid player for that goal, it's all Tony Cruz. Tony Cruz did all that he could and put everything he could into that into that ball to at least tie that fucking game against Sevilla. Eden Hazard literally was just there. Yeah, he, he, the uh, defender was more productive than Eden Hazard. That's mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let's put it this way: productive for you guys. There we go. Right. <laughs> the the true hero was the defender of Sevilla. The true put, hero. Put uh, put uh, Eden Hazard's body with the Real Madrid jersey. And everything, but I love I love how. ESPN, I love how ESPN FC was trying to give credit to, well, gave credit to Eden Hazard. And then all you see in the, in the comments were just, yeah, that was an own goal, man. Like everyone was like, that's a pretty, and obviously I also retweeted, I, I comment, I did a, a quote retweet saying like I was, a pre, I'm pretty sure it was an own goal. Cause yeah. I am not giving Eden Hazard any credit. This isn't me being petty about him laughing, I mean, laughing he, it up okay. with Conte. One thing I love Conte. Conte is a, is Dude, a, he's so fucking like, humble. if you, if you hate Conte, I hate you. Yeah. Like if you, Conte like, just come, a- come find me. Cause I'm fighting you. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to risk he it all for Conte. The nicest. He is the humblest person. He is. There, there was a video I saw about Conte and. He is so fucking humble, bro. Like I, I admire him. Like, I like how this is supposed to be just bashing Eden Hazard, but it turned out it to, turned us. to be like but Conte. This, we love Conte. You know what? We might, I might, I might uh, post this on on Twitter okay, saying so, that we love Conte. So check this out. Um, apparently in the video, it showed like after a match, one of, he was going to you know to pray after the match to the uh, to the mosque, and then he ran into you know somebody and he talked and everything, whatever. And then they invited him over for dinner, and he didn't say no. He was like, "Okay, you know, yeah, that's fine." And he basically played FIFA at their house, like he was playing FIFA with them. And that, you know, you know, it's also crazy so to add down to earth kind of. You know, it's also crazy to add to think of all this the way Conte played in those in those two games against Real Madrid. Dude, he was he was like, fasting. Conte was, was play, fasting, and he was playing really freaking well. Too. I, I I just gotta mention that again. Conte was fasting. Yeah. Yeah. And he played. He played his heart out. Like he had a full stomach. Like he played like, like if I ate with a full stomach, I'd probably be dying. But even if I was playing on an empty stomach, I'd probably be dead. But I mean, like. I've, I can vouch for that. I've seen that happen. Conte. Conte is just, <laughs> oh man. It, you know, one of my favorite stories of Conte. Yeah, this is actually kind of turned, went from like, let's, let's talk about this debate topic to like now we, it's, it's an appreciate, a Conte appreciation talk. And you know what? We'll, we'll put it on Twitter right now. As as we speak right now, we're gonna drop on Twitter. Hey, this is gonna be an appreciation post for for Conte. So go ahead and and send some appreciation for Conte. But my favorite Conte story is when they won the when France won the World Cup in 2018. 
he wanted he let he basically let everybody take their turn with the trophy. He was like the I think I believe he was the last person to hold the World Cup trophy. Like he wanted everybody. He was being polite, letting everybody get get the trophy. Some people cut in front of him to get the World Cup trophy. It it took one of his teammates to like snatch the World Cup trophy to give it to Conte. Yeah, yeah. Like if that doesn't tell you how great of a guy Conte is, like the fact that he let everybody else. Like I'm pretty sure he even led like the training staff, like the the med, you know, like the yeah. the medical team and. The manager, like the, 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 the people who basically were rubbing his legs whenever he was tired. <laughs> like he let everybody else. Like I'm pretty sure he would have let the referee t- get a touch of the trophy. Like I mean, like, <laughs> like I mean, he literally was the last person to hold the World Cup trophy. Like if that's not a great, like, well, one, hey man, step up and grab that trophy. Like I mean, if that was me, I'd be an asshole. But but clearly, I'm because I'm not Conte. Yeah, <laughs> yeah clearly, clearly, like we were we were talking about it. You fast, you die. You eat, you die. You I get a cramp. Like if I eat, I get a cramp. Yeah. I, I look, oh, cramp, oh, 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 cramp on my leg. Ah, cramp on my stomach. Ah, shit. Time out. There's no time out. Time out. But uh, but yeah, no. And then I mean, he's 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 a swell guy. Like man, or whatever. Any any team that is lucky to have Conte, whether he stays at Chelsea and retires there, or anybody after that, like. It's just crazy to think because Conte did play in the second division in France, mm-hmm. and, and look where he is now. It's just, it's just World dude. Cup champion, and hopefully on the cusp of winning a Champions League. So, dude, honestly, he's so he's, he's one of a, he's one of a kind. Like it's there's <laughs> not a player. Home All right, now. but for everyone wondering, like, okay, where you guys stand with this stupid debate topic? Um, I, I I'm really not mad at Hazard. I'm not mad at Hazard at all. Neither am I. I'm not. I, I think. Person. I think Real Madrid. To be, to be honest, I think most Real Madrid fans are just mad. If, like I said, I understand why Real Madrid fans are fans. Aiden Hazard is a waste of money. Like he literally he was a waste of money. Like they didn't. Like once again, he wasn't a need. Like I reiterate again, you have Rodrigo, you have Vinicius. Um, I did. I do believe they brought in Rodrigo the same time they brought in Hazard, though. But they have Vinicius already. You had Marco Asensio. You were good in the winger position. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Like solid because I mean there was question marks about Vinicius, but you know you know what you have from Marco Asensio. You could put Isco on the wing as well. So like the issue wasn't the wing. I think I think it was for two reasons. One, you know Ronaldo left, so you have to have somebody there. But but I don't. Once again, I don't think the wing was the issue. I think was to find a player that can at least kind of, but not really replicate the numbers that 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 Ronaldo brought, which was obviously his goal scoring ability. Um, I mean, it was Karim Benzema's time to shine, so I don't think the forward position was something to be d- addressed. Your midfield was already pretty solid, even with uh Modric and uh, Modric being a little bit on the older side. You still were fine in the midfield because you still had Tony Cruz, who's a magician with the ball. You had Casemiro, who can who can help with the attack, but also be a solid uh, piece for the defense. Your backline was pretty good as well. I mean, they brought in Mendy, so I mean that was kind of like that answer your at least your your future when you move on from Marcelo. Goalkeeper was fine. Like, if anything, what Real Madrid just needed was just some guys to come in for depth. Like, they didn't need to go get Hazard. Hazard was purely a, a let me go get the the biggest name that we can find. And, oh, we couldn't get Mbappe? Okay, let's go get this Hazard kid. Yeah, okay. Well, let me let me tell you this. And this is to, directed to the Real Madrid fans. Like, they y'all wanted him. I know you didn't want him, but the majority of Real Madrid fans wanted Hazard because of how stylish, how the, the sexy signing, like I said, 
how how the flair that he brings to, to the table, and then whenever he would do those little chops, and then he would run with the ball. Everybody was expecting basically that player. They that expected ex- that, that player, but they for- they forgot player. about the injury issues. And then they but they forgot about the injury issues. Because I mean, let's face it, he has his injury issues are worse than Christian Pulisic's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just gonna put that out there, and I get it once again. But to to be honest, I'm gonna say it once again. I don't blame Hazard for wanting to go and and chat up with his with his former club. I think he had a, he has there's no there's nothing wrong with it. He's grown as man. He's responsible for his own shit. Yeah. But it's it's just like I, like I said, I get that the issue is right now is that he just hasn't lived up to that the, the hundred million euros that they spent. It's over oh, more than hundred million euros, but I'm just saying the the hundred million euros that they spent on this guy. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't lived up to his hype basically. And then and then like kind of adding insult to injury, the team that they you just bought you bought him from two years ago, using that money that they got from him to get a kind of like a ha, clearly got a return on their investment, clearly won the transfer. Yeah, because they basically one of the guys made the play and the other one just kind of scored the goal off the post. You know, and then Christian Pulisic comes in and does damage coming off the bench. Yep. So, but yeah, so that is the debate topic. If you guys, uh, we, okay, we're gonna obviously drop the debate topic on on, on our Twitter, but also we're gonna drop a content appreciation post so you guys can go ahead and, and and choose to partake in one of them or probably both of them. Go for it. But um, if you guys have your thoughts on this topic as well, go ahead and share it on Twitter and Instagram at insert name FC. Um, also, if you guys have an idea for a debate topic that you guys want us to have on this episode well not this episode on this show um make sure you guys send it to us either on a personal message or you can even drop it on our on our post on our debate topic post and if we like it we'll go ahead and and have it on the on a future episode and also give you a shout out even as crazy as your as your username is going to be we'll give you a shout out (laughs) okay that's gonna be funny all right so we're gonna go ahead and take a break and we'll get to it with some game recaps Bro, where did you get that sick jersey? What, this thing? I got it at Fanatics. Fanatics? Yeah, Fanatics. It is a one-stop shop of all things sports. They sell jerseys, hats, shirts, jackets, and much more. You can go to our bio on Instagram and Twitter at insertnamefc. You'll see our link tree to Fanatics. When you go shop on that link, you will not only be getting some fresh gear, but you'll also be supporting Insert Name FC and the Unhinged Sports Network. I'm going to go start shopping now. I'm going to go start shopping now. And we are back. Make sure you guys take full advantage of that great partner of ours. Yeah, yeah. You can go ahead and check the the links are available on our Instagram and Twitter at InsertNameFC. Just look at the link on the bios, and it'll take you straight to the links for each of our great partners. So make sure you can take full advantage because not only do you help yourself out, but you help us by getting us some funds for our way, so we can go ahead and build. Off of what we have, and maybe hopefully we can actually do this in the studio instead of my bedroom. Yeah, we can even build a studio. You know what I mean? Even build a studio. That's even that's very true at work. So, so make sure you guys, and maybe we can move Spencer over here to Houston. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe we move to Alabama. <laughs> One of those. What? No, <laughs> this is basically what everyone's saying is no. It's not, I got, I got it, my children. I got it, my children. It's man. not it, well according according to Edward Spencer that it's not such a sweet home. <laughs> <laughs> it's a home sweet not home alright for me anyways we got game recaps what is your game to recap alright so my game to recap is 
the Barcelona versus Atletico Madrid game, which, God damn it, um, Hector, we had the singing back going, so Hector had to choose the song. Personally, both songs that he chose, I didn't quite know. You do. I do. Oh, okay. I I told you. I just didn't. I I just didn't say exactly where it comes from. You guys just saw the name of the of the singers, and you guys are just like, oh, I don't never heard of this song in my life. But trust me, when I say this, you you've definitely heard this song. Okay. Okay. Both of them. Have. Well, anyway, so the reason. Okay, so the reason being why me and Spencer have to sing is because they the game came out to a draw. Now, Barcelona had fifty nine percent of the possession. And Barcelona outshot Atletico Madrid 12 to 11. So it wasn't like a, such a big difference when it comes to shooting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of evenly matched, I want to say. I was just kind of hoping Barcelona was going to break through and actually score. Um, 13 saves in total for the whole game. Six for Barcelona and seven for Atletico Madrid. So, you know, like I said, it, it was kind of like evenly matched. Um, it was a it was a pretty good game. It was a pretty well-played game. Um, nothing too drastic since it was a draw. So was, everything was kind of like nil-nil. I was just hoping uh, Barcelona was going to take the win so that way they can actually go ahead on the table and be first place and just worry about the last two games, you know. So that—that's me. That's me right there. But yeah, that—that's my um, game recap. But uh, not too excited about it because I got to sing now. So yeah. <laughs> but Edward, if it makes you feel better, Real Madrid did not capitalize at all from this. This was definitely their their opportunity to get in in front, and uh, they go ahead and blow it and lose and draw two two. They would have lost. Two to one. If it wasn't for uh, <laughs> Eden Hazard goal, it was an own goal. It was it was all an own goal. Was it registered at a, as an Eden Hazard goal, or was it registered? See, that's the confusing part. So I've seen La Liga give credit to the to the own goal, and then ESPN FC. I think it's just like, look, Hazard did something. Why are you guys so mad at Hazard? <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I cho- I chose that voice for for know, ESPN. I was like, uh... Maybe I think ESPN is very soft. I see that. Well, then again, they have Taylor Twin with the, what are they doing? What are we doing? Oh, wow. <laughs> no, so I Googled uh, La Liga and uh, the game. They gave Hazard the goal. Well, fuck you, La Liga, because I don't want to give him credit. It's an own goal. <laughs> In my head, it's an own goal. Yeah, bro. They give, they give Hazard the goal. Fuck Hazard. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, like, I mean, I kind of said what I already felt about Hazard. I don't like Hazard. I never liked him. I thought he was a terrible signing, and I'm staying with it. I don't care. I don't care. Okay. Hazard. It was an own goal. Okay. Okay. Now, let's move on to your game recap. All right, so my game recap is uh, Borussia Dortmund's 3-2 victory against RB Leipzig. Yeah. So, uh, RB Leipzig actually had 56% of the possession. Um, Dortmund outshot 15 to 14. This is, this is, I, I, I can't wait for, for these games. These, these I, I feel like RB Leipzig and, and Borussia Dortmund are going to be such, are going to be fun matchups. Um, obviously, cause we're going to have to just ignore that, you know, Bayern Munich is going to continue winning this league. So, um, but I mean, you got to highlight the fact that this, that, that Dortmund wins this game and they did it without Erling Haaland 
As a matter of fact, the man of the hour was Jaden Sancho with two goals in the 51st minute and the 87th minute. Just, you know, coming up, stepping up for this team. And you saw Erling Haaland just cheering for, celebrating for his guys, knowing that, that he would rather be out there with them. But knowing that Jaden Sancho is there, uh, I don't know where he's going, probably going to Manchester United. And I know that's the rumor, but who cares? But yeah, but with RB Leipzig losing meant that Bayern Munich are officially the champions of the Bundesliga for the ninth straight time. Yep. So something that just keeps happening every year, apparently. So kind of a very like, yay, Borussia. I mean, well, Borussia Dortmund is now solidified himself themselves in a Champions League spot. Well, not it's not official yet. Obviously, there's still a few matches left, mm-hmm. but they are at least still they're still in the Champions League spot. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's at least some sort of saving grace for Dortmund, even though they kind of helped a team that they despise <laughs> win a, <laughs> win a championship. But it was the inevitable. We knew that Bayern Munich was eventually going to win it. We just didn't know how much longer it was going to take for them to do it. But here they are. So, yeah. So, my game is Borussia Dortmund's win, which is kind of crazy to think because you would think everyone would pick the Borussia Dortmund game. Uh, yeah, I know. But, you know, I, I, I was kind of, uh, I was kind of, kind of trying to put the, how do you say, the attention to the singing bit. So, yeah. Yeah. But, anyways. <laughs> Um, Edward, players of the week. Who's your player of the week? All right. So my player of the week is ironically Robert Lewandowski. So he scores a hat trick for Bayern's win uh, against. Damn it, Borussia Mönchengladbach. There we go. I Good know. job, buddy. I know. Fuck. I have to think about it too. Um, they won six zero. So I mean, Lewandowski basically scored half of those goals. And I mean, he's a freaking machine, dude. Like, I have no idea. To, to be honest, it, I don't think it would have had mattered if, if RB Leipzig would have won or lost. I think, I mean, obviously, Bayern Munich would have won. They clearly won their game, so I mean. Clearly. But even if they sat out Lewandowski, I was like, I think even they would have won, too. So, I mean, on that note, I mean, they don't really, they have, they have death. It's just, you know. Once you get out of Lewandowski, it's like you don't have that machine, that goal scoring machine, but you do have a tough squad to beat. Um, so I mean, I'm sure they're excited about Musiera. Yeah, so it, it's gonna be it's it was a hell of a win for Bayern, like you said. They now they clinched the ninth title. So yay! <laughs> Coming from the Borussia Dortmund fan, yeah. were you about to say Manchester? <laughs> I was. Uh, yeah, I was about to say. Okay. Uh, yeah, coming out of the, uh, the uh, Dortmund fan, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Lewandowski came out of there, so, you know, it's just, I really wish he would have stayed there, but, you know. Any, anyways. Yeah, so, uh, who's your player of the week? I can't believe this, this, this is really going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> I, when I saw it, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is like. This is a series. This is a joke, right? It's I mean, not, it's not April. Like part of me April. wanted to to go elsewhere, but I he's getting he's I I can't believe I'm saying this, but this person is actually kind of earning my respect right now. Wow! <laughs> wow! And I, I I think it's just his appreciation for the M, the fact that he wants the MLS to grow, the fact that he. He wanted the U.S. to go to the Olympics. Like, the man knows that if the U.S. is successful, then his 
uh, his national team is going to be successful. I would run his, and if you guys still don't know who the fuck I'm saying, it's Chicharito Hernandez. Um, I he is my player of the week. He scores a goal and provides a game-winning assist for LA Galaxy's win again, two-one win against LAFC, which is for those of you who do not follow the MLS like Edward does. Uh, the nickname for this uh, rivalry, they have actually tried to like build like give names for the rivalry games. Um, and this one has been deemed El Trafico. Obviously, it's a pun off of a Clásico, but obviously also implies to the fact that LA does have a lot of bad traffic. But right. it, if you are not an MLS fan, if you want to watch a game that is a good representation, well, no, I'm not going to say good representation of the MLS. <laughs> a game that's going to be like, man, I need to see more of these games. This was the game. El Trafico never disappoints since LAFC has come into into the MLS. Them and the LA Galaxy have just built such a strong rivalry. Obviously, a very successful team in LA Galaxy and an LAFC team that just looks so good that it's crazy to think that these guys haven't lived an MLS Cup yet, but have been very have been good in all other parts. But this was such a good game, man! Like it, it got you going from from start to finish. It had you on your edge of your seat and just you can see how happy Chicharito is right now because remember last year last season Chicharito only scored two goals yeah this year I mean he's already surpassed it and he's doing things that I have never seen Chicharito do an assist definitely shocked me (laughs) but he is he he's being the leader that LA got. Who's crazy enough to think that everyone thought that this guy was gonna try to replace Zlatan Ibrahimovic? I think he's doing a better job than Zlatan Ibrahimovic because they're winning. <laughs> like, I mean, okay, no, this is kind of me taking a shot at Zlatan, but but LA Galaxy looks really good. They look really strong. Wouldn't surprise me if they make a, a try to make a strong push for the MLS Cup as well now. But such a turnaround for this LA Galaxy team, and and you can see. The passion and the and how much this win meant for this team, um, and crazy enough that he actually got that assist to uh, to you know the Santos. Yeah, but yeah, no, just a great performance. I can't be mad at it. Chicharito did an amazing job. Uh, once again, crazy that I'm actually giving props to Chicharito, and it's crazy to think that. And mind you, this guy did play for Real Madrid at one point. I still didn't like him. So, <laughs> yeah, I remember those days. So I remember those. Days. So Chicharito is my player of the week. All right, all right. That sounds good. That sounds good, bro. So, congratulations to Robert Lewandowski and Chichu. Wow, this is an interesting pairing. <laughs> come, on, come on, you can say it, dog. Say no, it. I'm not like shocked by it. I'm just saying, like, Robert Lewandowski and Chicharito. Chicharito was playing for like Leipzig or something, you know? Leipzig. Yeah. What? Yeah. Or yeah. No, he played for Bayern Leverkusen. No, I'm saying. Okay, there you go. Yeah, back in the day. But anyway, but but that's how the I'm just saying it's a very interesting like this is gonna be a very interesting graphic. Oh wow, let's we might see, we we might get a lot of Mexicans liking this because of, I mean that's because how many how many Chicharito fan bro. pages how many Chicharito fan pages do we have on on Instagram, bro? I don't know a lot. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. The thing is, the thing is, I think a lot of them are chicks. Um, you know, a lot of them. Are well, well, we're we're definitely trying to build a strong relationship. With, with our female listeners, so <laughs> hello, those, our female listeners. We appreciate you. Yes, it's you. All right, now we're we got a lot of shit to preview. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All uh, right, we're gonna kick things off with the Liga MX 
quarterfinals preview because me and Edward forgot about reclassification. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but anyways, so reclassification has been done, and here are the recaps. Atlas beat Tigres one to nothing. Santos Laguna beat Querétaro five to nothing. Wow. Toluca beat Leon two to two, four to two in penalties. Wow. Which okay. I'm really happy for them. Don't know how long they're gonna last. <laughs> <laughs> Pachuca versus uh, Pachuca beat Chivas four to two. Wow. Which is crazy because uh, okay, so I was trying to watch the Chivas game, but. It was really late at night, and I had to be at work at, like, 6 in the morning, so I had to wake up, like, at 4. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to watch this game. <laughs> and I saw Ch- uh, I saw Chivas score a goal, so I'm like, all right, Chivas is going to win this game. I turned it off, and I went to bed. I woke up the next morning, you know, I was looking through my phone, looking at the scores, and I see 4-2 Pachuca, and I was like, whoa. Whoa, what is this? <laughs> yeah. But anyways, so here it is, the quarterfinals, Edward. For those of you who do not know how Liga MX does things, they do have a playoff. Each, each series is a two-leg series, including the final. And also, in the event of a draw on aggregate, the higher seed advances. Yeah. So, so here are the quarterfinal matchups. First seed, Cruz Azul versus the AFC Toluca. I really hope they can really... <laughs> <laughs> I just... You really want them to pull something out They're there, so huh? inconsistent, though. That's They started so good at the beginning of, this, of, of the of Clausura. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, oh, man... Like, Toluca's back, and then, then they were on and off, on and off, on and off, on and off, and then they beat Leon. <laughs> so, like, I'm just like, I don't know what to expect from this team. I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> they can, they can lose, like, hilariously, like, like, two to one off an own goal. Yeah. But then they can go and beat America three to nothing. I, so I, I, just like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm, just, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just on, I'm, like, this, this team, I'm just going for the ride. Like, I'm just, anyways. So if you guys didn't know, I, so, I, I, fun. I'm, I just let you know, if you guys didn't realize I'm a Toluca supporter. He's a Toluca supporter. But yeah, so first seed, first seed, Cruz Azul versus AFC Toluca. Number four, Monterrey versus fifth seed, Santos Laguna. Okay. Number two seed, America versus seven seed, Pachuca. It's crazy that we could have had a, uh, a Super Clásico. Yep. And, and Chivas could have eliminated them again. Yep. But here we are. Um, and then number, this is the, this is the team that shocked me, Edward. Oh, God. Number three, Puebla. Wow. They're number Puebla. three. <laughs> Puebla. Wow. <laughs> Didn't I, this team get relegated <laughs> at some I point? They did. <laughs> I thought they were gone already. Started from the bomb. Now we're here. Number three, Puebla versus number six, Atlas. I'm not gonna lie to you. I wouldn't be shocked if Atlas wins that game. Yeah, <laughs> wins we'll that match. We'll we'll but yeah, so is there any? What's your game to highlight? What would be the one you want to you that you want to make sure the listeners know that you, they should probably watch this one? Uh, Puebla versus Atlas. Honestly, that would be the surprise one. Okay, either either team. Honestly, it's kind of surprising. I'm I'm gonna say Monterrey and Santos Laguna. I think that's gonna be a fairly even matchup. Um, personally, I think, I think Monterrey is probably going to advance. If you ask my friend Jose, he'll probably say Santos because he's a Santos man. <laughs> but, um, I think it's going to be a very interesting matchup. I think that's going to be, I mean, obviously fourth and fifth seed, usually probably like the, the more even. Yeah. One. That's the one that's using, but like a little bit more fought out. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that is the Liga MX, uh, previews. Um, we probably won't come back to this till the final. Um, but, <laughs> 
Just we'll, a bit. We'll mention it. We'll mention, we'll mention it. it we'll but mention but the finals definitely would will definitely be looking at. But that's the one to watch at that point. That's the one to watch. All right, Edward. The Europa League. Oh yeah. So here is the recap of the semifinals. Villarreal beat Arsenal two to one. Man, I'm not surprised. That was okay. I would say that Una, Unai Emery got their got got his revenge. Yeah, that's true. Damn. Manchester United beat Roma eight to five. We said it. They can't defend. They won the second leg and still lost. Like just because they gave up six goals in the first leg. Oh man. <laughs> but anyways. So the final for the Europa League is Manchester United versus Real via Real. Edward, what are your thoughts on this match? Is this the matchup that you thought we were gonna have? Well, I mean, obviously no. No, well, I mean, don't you remember? I thought I thought it was going to be either Manchester United and Tottenham in the final. Exactly. Yeah, very true. Very true. Uh, so I mean, I mean, I did see one. I did not foresee the other. The, I didn't even think a Spanish team would probably make it to the to the outside. If, if it wasn't, if, okay. if, 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 if there it was a Spanish Sevilla, team, I wouldn't say no, no, if it wasn't Sevilla. Let me put it that way. If it wasn't Sevilla, you know, or Valencia, then I wouldn't have put it past any other Spanish team. But Villarreal came out swinging, so I gotta give them props for that, man. No, yeah, so, yeah, and I, I don't, I don't think I had imagined that this team, that these will be the two. I mean, Manchester United. I mean, I think I thought so. Tottenham, when they had Jose Mourinho, I thought, well, this guy has experience in this. He has a really good team. There's no way you fuck this up. They fucked it up. Fucked it. I mean, and it's crazy to think you had a team that once. It, I, I still can't believe this story though, Edward. The fact that this team lost their manager because he was going to jail. Oh, <laughs> yeah. To, to lose to a team that, that went in with a new manager because three days before this matchup, their manager was going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't make, you, you can't you know, make this stuff up. I'm just like, anyways, but yeah. No, I wasn't expecting Arsenal to make it to the semifinal. The crazy thing is, I'm obviously, I made that ball prediction. Uh, when we started the, the, the EPL preview and obviously yeah. I said Arsenal would make it to the Champions League and this was their best shot. <laughs> yeah, this was their best shot. That shot was not taken, sir. It was taken, but it went all the way to the far right. <sighs> Shut down the glass house. Anyways. But yeah. So, uh, yeah. What about so, you? What, okay, so my thoughts is Manchester wins it. That's my thoughts. Because, I mean, how you said, ain't no old gunner we trust. So I mean, I'm I'm riding with the old gunner. I mean, <laughs> I gotta ride the old gunner train, man. Um, when, it's going. whenever, it's going. whenever, if we ever start making T-shirts, I think we need to make an old gunner we trust shirt. Like have him, like dressed as the Pope. Is that would that be very wrong? That would be wrong. I w- I would suggest him just kind of like having his sleeve showed up. Like somehow like, I manage. Somehow I manage. Style. Is that the, is that is that the shirt? Somehow we manage. Somehow we manage. Yeah. Somehow we man you. Yeah. Somehow, yeah. There we go. Yeah. So we avoid copyright. Yeah, bro, we <laughs> somehow avoid we copyright. man you. We man you. <laughs> well, no, because Michael Scott was uh, somehow I manage, and then somehow we manage, and then we put we as in man you manage, you know? Okay. So um, somehow we man you, and then put old gunner somewhere in there. Okay. But yeah, so no, in, 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 in old gunner, I trust. There you go. All right, Edward. This is the, the obviously Champions League. Yeah. Champions. So here is the recap of the semifinal. Manchester City beat PSG four to one. It was no contest. It was like not even <laughs> like bad. Like it, well, especially with Mbappe I mean, not being there for the second leg. I'll g- I'll give props, man. 
Pep didn't overthink the tactics. <laughs> I was like thinking that at some point he's going to overthink the tactics. He just did not overthink the tactics. Bro, he didn't let Icardi get one of those balls. Like any air ball. That yeah. Was, like they did such a good job defensively. What was it? Uh, Stones and um, Ruben Diaz. Ruben Diaz. Ruben Diaz, Diaz, I believe, took it to the face. I, th- I believe Ruben Diaz was man of the match. Um, he, he stopped. I think, I think Kelsey needs to start putting some respect on uh, Man City's dif- uh, back line. Because he just does not trust John Stones. No, which not. I don't blame him. Well, I mean, no. With Ruben Diaz and John Stones, look at that shit. They couldn't get past them both of them. No, but I think specifically Stones is the guy that he doesn't trust in yeah. in, in Man City. But they have been the pairing. Mm-hmm. So, like, like I said, oh, we'll, we'll get to that. But And then Chelsea beat Real Madrid. Um, Way to skim over that one. Three to one. Chelsea beat Real Madrid three to one. Um... So here is the final. Manchester City versus Chelsea. I mean, I gotta say it, Edward. Chelsea's kind of been annoying to Manchester City. Yeah. They yeah. have been nothing but a pest to Manchester City. They eliminated them from the FA Cup, so they fa- they weren't able to get the quadruple. They beat them recently. They yeah. beat them last uh, this past weekend. Yeah. Been it, a little it has been a frustrating team for Manchester City since Tuchel took over. Let's <laughs> yeah. point that out. Since Tuchel. <laughs> Maybe Tuchel's the... And you know what's crazy? A lot of people were talking about PSG wanting to return to the Champions League final. Tuchel Technically. returns to the Champions yeah. League final. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't believe... I believe that there has never been a manager... I could be wrong on this one, so don't don't take me seriously, guys. That I have never seen a, a manager. Well, usually if you're if you're a manager and you took your team to the Champions League final, you normally stay usually with the same team. But uh, Tuchel got fi- obviously got fired in the middle, in, not even deep into the season, um, with PSG, and then obviously they hired Pochettino, and then you know, so this is the first time we've ever seen a manager go to the Champions League final and then come back to a Champions League final with a different team. I believe that's the first time we've ever seen that. I could be wrong once again. But there's just so much going on with this. Obviously, Chelsea's return. Chuchel's return back-to-back. Manchester City's first-ever Champions League final in their history. Like, yeah. there is just so much going on with this right here. And um, obviously, as you can see in the Champions League, the Champions League Europa League, it's a very heavy representation of the EPL. Yep. So, I mean, I'm sure the, the English pre, uh, Premier League stands are, are saying, we're the better league. Um, and, I mean, you can't really argue with it. But here we are, man. This is, this. I think this is such a good final. I told people, do not underestimate Chelsea. Chelsea had quite the run for themselves. Obviously, were able to beat Atletico Madrid. Go, I mean, got who they wanted in Porto. Handled their business with Porto. And then had a very tall task at hand by, by going up against Real Madrid. Not, I didn't really think it was that tall of a task, to be honest. I really had no faith in Real Madrid, to be honest. But wow. They're old. Oh, <laughs> Real Madrid's old. Like, I, mean, I mean, you already said it yourself. So. <laughs> Real Madrid's an old team. Like, I, I mean, I told y'all, my, I'm just like, just survive this season and bring in Bappe. That was my mentality this whole time. But you know what? Real Madrid, you know, at least went above and beyond. But Chelsea, I think, was just the front. Not that they're the fresher team, it's just that they're the younger team. They've got younger legs. This is kind of where like this deep run helps them a little bit. They do have some good experienced players. Obviously, Espelicueta, 
Conte. We can't speak enough about Conte. Yeah. Olivier Giroud. And then you have all these young players coming in. Christian Pulisic. And that's the other thing we got to mention. This is an American's going to let the Champions League. Like, regardless, regardless if it's Manchester City or, or Chelsea, an American is going to be holding a Champions League trophy for the first time. Hmm. Obviously, if you guys don't know, Christian Pulisic plays for Chelsea and Zach Steffen. I don't know if we really want to count it, though. Because, I mean, obviously, Ederson's going to be the starting goalkeeper for, for, for Manchester City. I mean, Zach Steffen did play in some Champions League games. Yeah. But you know he's not going to be the starting goalkeeper. Right. But, needless to say, an American is lifting a Champions League trophy this year. So, what do you have to say about this Champions League final? Is this the final you thought was going to happen? Um, is there... Wh- what did you think? Honestly, it wasn't, but it's kind of like... Uh, it's kind of cementing um, the EPL as being the best league all over the world. Yeah, honestly. I really don't want to say that, but I do I mean, agree. <laughs> I mean, think about it, dude. I mean, think about one, no, of, the, no, no. one of the finalists in the Europa League is EPL, and then you got Champions League, which is EPL. And mind you, um, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just, I just don't, don't want to say. It. I just don't want to say. It. <laughs> but yeah. I agree. Okay. I, I, a hundred percent agree. This is definitely the. I mean, you know, the last obviously it wasn't that long ago where we had Liverpool winning the. It was Liverpool and Tottenham for the Champions yeah, League final, and then and then Chelsea, Chelsea Arsenal. So I mean, and then obviously you had two English teams lifting European silverware. Um, could happen again. I mean, Villarreal's gonna try they're gonna try to stop them but i mean and i mean just... they at, don't be don't be shocked by via route but i mean kind of going back to this it's just and, and i said i i can't i that did say it from the beginning aside from Bayern munich i think manchester city has found their stride going into this into the into the knockout stages and they just look so good they look so complete to me i want to see chelsea win it just because i love conte but also christian Pulisic. For so for for this guy to have to prove himself again and again, and even in the second leg against Real Madrid, had to come out of the bench, like and you can see his frustration as well. He's kind of actually he actually mentioned his frustration about it, but he you know he goes in and and does his job, and I think at some point if Chelsea doesn't appreciate this guy, someone's gonna. But I I I think in my heart I want Chelsea to win this, but Manchester City has been a team that I thought looks so good and. And this is the only thing that's left for Pep Guardiola to win for, for Manchester City. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, for Pep Guardiola, I think I think if he wins this one, I think he's going to be like, all right, you know what? I'm kind of done already. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take another team under my reins, kind of stuff. I have a feeling. Like I mean, it would be very fitting that Pep Guardiola walks out, Kun Aguero walks out with a Champions League trophy. Yeah, I mean, but he he tried. I'll be honest. He tried to do it with Barcelona. It's just Barcelona that year wasn't all that, you know. And so he had to kind of do the whole okay. I'm gonna have to take this and on the unwanted kind of shit. I'm gonna take a vacation, and then he signed for Bayern. And after Bayern, he went to Man City. So it's you know it's kind of like a, he's trying to keep up with his success. He's trying to make sure he doesn't fail. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, no, it's going to be like, obviously, we're not trying to go way into depth with this because obviously, you know, we're going to cover this in, in Unhinged FC. Um, but yeah, it's going to, I think this is going to be a really good Champions League final. I, I can't wait for it. I think this is, this is two really good teams. Um, I think obviously there's a clear, a clear favorite 
But um, I think it's going to be a good one nonetheless. And Edward, we got a game to preview, and that is the FA Cup final. Ooh. And that is going to be Chelsea versus Leicester City. Damn. Hey, that's going to be a hell This is the Chelsea episode now that I see it. Yeah, dude. This is the Chelsea. 36, Chelsea. Chelsea, this is your episode. That might be the the title of this episode, the Chelsea episode. Because this is a lot of Chelsea talk. But yeah, here we are. The last time these two teams faced off, Lancaster won 2 to nothing. Chelsea, I mean, now are seeking a double. I mean, they're in the Champions League final. Now they're in the FA Cup final. Clearly, you know, obviously they got to take it game by game, right? But they they have a chance of going for a double. I mean, they they spoiled uh, Manchester City's chance of the quadruple. They have a shot at a double uh, for their own. And then I mean, obviously, Leicester City if they can win this, she's gonna look good for them. Um, I've, I haven't checked where they are in the standings. I don't know if they're actually in Europa League spot or if they're in the Champions League spot. I know they're in the the upper part of the tables. But uh, I don't know exactly where they are. But I mean, I'm sure that they want to at least finish the season with a, with some silverware. Um, but kind of going with all that ever, who do you got? Uh, on this one, mm, Chelsea. I'll be honest, Chelsea. Yeah, I like Chelsea's uh, odds as well. I think this is going to be a good test to see how these guys handle the pressure of a of a final. Obviously, we're not talking about the the more established Chelsea players. We know what we, what we get from Giroud, Conte. Um, you know, uh, Espelacueta, Chilwell, Mendy, who's looked really solid in the goalkeeper position. Oh, yeah. Um, it's about, let's see what Pulisic can do. And, and crazy enough, last time Pulisic was in the FA Cup final, scored a goal. Unfortunately, they get injured. But uh, let's see what these guys can do. What, let's see if Timo Werner can can build off of that confidence that he got from scoring that, that goal. Hopefully. Can Kai Havertz continue building from this momentum? Can we see more from this Chelsea team to show that, hey, Man City, we're not going to be as easy as you think. Yeah, exactly. So I think this is a great test for them to see how well they will handle the pressure of a champion game, of a final. I mean, yeah, they, they need to because it, they can't just be like, okay, uh, we're going to go ahead and take everything serious in the FA, but then take a chill in the Champions League or vice versa. They kind of have to take everything all at once. Like, gonna be like all right, we got to do all we can on both the FA and the Champions League. Exactly. They want to they walk away with some silver. I'm pretty sure that would look really good on Tuchel's res- resume. That's crazy to think. This guy takes over this team in the second like half of the season. Halfway, yeah. Like <laughs> halfway of the season. Get, and gets them to the FA Cup final and to the Champions League final. That's... Bro. That's just... <laughs> bravo, sir. Bravo. Um, so we can't... I can't wait to... I can't wait to see what this happens, man. But yeah. So... We're going to go ahead and take a break. You guys are going to listen to another ad, and then we're going to get going with 3 Up, 3 Down. Yeah. Hey, it's Hector. Yo, this is Edward. And we are Insert Name FC. Listen to us discuss news, recaps, and preview games from across the world of soccer. Catch us on unhingedsn.com. Hello? We're sorry. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. We will see you there. And we are back. Edward, three up, three down, and this episode and this topic is <laughs> episode. This topic is movie lines. Oh, uh, this one's gonna be this one's gonna be fun. So you're gonna get a, a good idea of our our I guess our film preferences. So we'll start things out with Spencer's three down, 
And at number three, he has, I hate to disappoint you, but rubber lips are immune to your charms. Batman and Robin. Oh, God. I forgot about that shit. I mean, let's face it. This is probably like by far one of the cringiest Batman oh. movies. What's more cringier than Batman having a Batman credit card? Yeah. It, it, everything was just so off about this. Like, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger was, uh, was Mr. Ice, Freeze. Mr. Freeze. He's supposed to say Iceman. What? Ba- you had Bane. Bane. Uh, I don't know who that was. Under the mask. You had Jim Carrey as a Riddler. Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. Um. And then the guy from NCIS Los Angeles. As who? As Robin. As him? Yeah. Holy fuck. I think that's... It's either NCIS Los Angeles or CSI Los Angeles. I forgot whatever. Was it was it also wasn't Batgirl? Wasn't her name? I don't know, but like it was Alfred's Alfred's granddaughter. Something like Even that. It was yeah, supposed to be Commissioner be, Gordon's. Yeah, it was supposed to be daughter. Barbara Gordon. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it, just the movie wasn't good. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> like, it was just all kinds of wacky, the, bro. The the weird nipple suits. Uh, George yeah. Clooney and then Robin. Yeah, the nipple suits. Yeah, yeah, so it it's, it's a Batman movie. You just don't, like either you just want to watch it and laugh at it, or you just don't want to remember. It. You know the fucked up part is I have the collection of that of those um, of the Tim Burton movies. I mean the okay. Besides, would you say Christian Bale's the best Batman? Because I kind of feel like it, it isn't. Oh shit! Who do you think? Val um, Kilmer? No, not who? No, not. No. I mean, I like Val Kilmer, but I don't. I don't oh god, what's the guy's name? Are you talking about Kevin Conroy, just the voiceover? No, not Kevin Conroy. Mm-hmm. No, that like actor. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, fuck. Don't tell me it's Adam West. No. Oh god. Okay. I mean, I love Adam West. God, what was the just... name of that actor? Dang it. I I like a lot of his movies too. <laughs> fuck. What? Dang, this is really gonna kill me now. <laughs> I don't know the guys. I can't remember. Give me, give me a movie that he was in. Uh, The Founder. Okay, give me another one. <laughs> uh, he was in uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Uh, 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 Jake Jim- oh. Homecoming, Homecoming, not far from home. Uh, J- Jamie Fox. No, Homecoming. Jamie Fox played Batman. No, hold on, Michael Keaton. Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Okay, okay, there you go. There you go. That's who I was thinking of. I, I thought Michael Keaton was, was the best Batman. Because he was just chill. I liked it. I'm Batman. Anyways. Mm. Alright. You want the true, true Cloud Atlas. Oh, I should have mentioned that uh, uh, for Spencer's number three, he had the rolling eye emoji. So, very fair for Batman and Robin. Fair. Very, very fair. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, you want the true, true Cloud Atlas. I have never seen Cloud Atlas, so... I'm gonna take your word for it, Spencer. Neither have I, so I cannot. But I do. I do hate when. Oh, this is real, real. So I, I hate the, the people that use the double, uh, like oh, the double, the double words to, to emphasize how important that is. And then number one, I had to wait 300 years for a virgin to light a candle. What movie was that? Hocus Pocus. The fuck? So yeah. Isn't that a kids movie? Yep. But you got you got to remember though, back in the day. Because, I mean, think about it. Sandlot, you had kids chewing tobacco. <laughs> or they wanted to chew tobacco, and then they just ended up barfing it all over. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm pretty sure no one, I'm sure there's going to be some very angry parents, 
you know, rolling up into the movie theater saying, I want to speak to the manager of that movie. Anyway, so I'll go ahead and start with with my three down. <laughs> Number three. Well, do you want to reiterate? Oh, re- reiterate. I hate to disappoint you, but rubber lips are immune to your charms. Batman and Robin, rolling eye emoji. Okay. Number two. You want the true, true Cloud Atlas. And number one, I had to wait 300 years for a virgin to light a candle. Focus, focus. God, that just sounds All right. horrible. Number three, forget about it, cuh. Too fast, too furious. Uh. <laughs> so the reason why it's in my bottom three is because it's just so out of character for Paul Walker, for Brian O'Connor. Was it Brian O'Connor or Connor? Brian or Earl Spinner. Spinner. Remember? That was his first uh, alias. Oh, as Brian O'Connor. Brian O'Connor. So Brian O'Connor. One, he does like if you look at him, he doesn't look like someone's gonna say "cuh." Like he looks like a bro guy. Like I mean, you know, dude, bro. Yes, I just even, I think even in the first movie he goes, "Dude, I almost had you." Yeah. So for him to say it, it, it was like it was just such a out of character phrase that I was like. It's funny. Like, I, I mean, it's not a great line, but it's so funny to me. And even though it's on my three down, like, it's so bad that it's kind of funny. <laughs> because forget about it, cuh. But anyway, so that's my number three. Jeez. Uh, I think World War II just started. Pearl Harbor. So, obviously, uh, <laughs> you, you've seen Pearl Harbor, right, Edward? Yeah. So, you know when, when Japan's attacking Pearl Harbor? Yeah. The guy literally gets on the phone and says, I think World War II just started. It's... One, that's very inaccurate historically. (laughs) But just the fact that, like, oh, where should we, like, what should we say at this moment for this character? I think World War II just started. (laughs) Mm, Okay. Basically basically something that's like, okay, it's right there. Right there in your face. Like, maybe it was just like when you're watching this movie, like, oh, this is a historical movie. (laughs) I think that's what's going on. Like, oh, this is about World War II. I didn't know that. Did anybody, anybody else in the audience thought that this wasn't about World War II? <laughs> or am I, okay, I lost. <laughs> Anyways, so, and number one, it's turkey time. Gobble, gobble. Jiggly. Ooh. So, <laughs> Jiggly's probably, like, viewed as one of the worst movies of all time. Um, it had Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Probably the movie that broke up Benifer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and she just recently broke up with A-Rod. You know, she's going for that sixth engagement ring. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, to reiterate my three down. Forget about a cuh. <laughs> I can't say that without, without I hear that. I think World War II just started Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I think that's so like so stupid. And number one, it's turkey time, gobble gobble jiggly. Alright, alright. Sounds fair. Sounds decent one. Alright. Here goes mine. And let me tell you. I think they're stinkers. Okay. Number three. I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. The Titanic. Technically, she did let him go. Exactly. That's the reason why I fucking hate this line. No, she but you fucking know, let him fucking go. No, they, the, they, the worst the, part. The, the worst the, part the of that. The headboard was big enough. Yeah, that's all. Fucking. It was a. Fit it was a door. It was a door. It could have fit both of them. Yeah, one on top of the other. Fuck it. She could have survived with his quote unquote body heat. Fucking. And then, if anything, he would have survived too. Nah, this bitch just fucking let him go. I was like, nah, nah fuck you. I was like, yeah, so I hated that line. Dang it, you really hated this movie. Well, I mean, no, dude. Come on, come on, think about it. If you're the dude... I mean, I we had to sit and watch this movie for like, I, I'm already exaggerating probably, but three hours. Okay, but let's put it this way. If you were the guy... And no, no, like, no, I, I completely get it. 
the, the what pissed me off more than anything is like you could have fit on the door, like exactly. And it's funny because you do have like a lot of memes of people showing like I think there's like this couple that shows you multiple ways where they could have fit where they both like sit down crisscross applesauce style. Yeah, exactly. they're both like what you know like Rose is the little spoon and Jack is the big spoon. Exactly. Like there's multiple ways of like these two clearly could have fit. Like their their weight. It was a big ass door. I mean, let's face it, the Titanic was a massive ship. Like you could have fit. And I get that you're trying to build some something for the char- for the people to you know believe these characters, but common sense tells you Jack could have got on the boat on the door. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, go ahead. All right. So my number two is I'm too old for this shit, and that's lethal weapon. The only reason I do love this line. The only reason that I put it on my down is because I can relate to it. Now. Oh, you're like, damn, I'm old. Yeah, damn, I'm old. <laughs> I mean, like, I'll be, I'll be doing some random shit. Like, uh, I don't know, for example, fucking trying to pick up fucking batteries with my fucking one handed and shit. And I'm like, oh, fuck my shoulder. I'm like, Damn, I'm getting too old for this. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I was okay. Like, I get that. Damn it. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I'll be like, ah, I'm getting too old for this shit. And I'm like, my voice will automatically suddenly turn into Danny Glover. It's Danny Glover, right? Yeah, yeah, it automatically. Just Wait, goes. is it? Yeah, Danny Glover, Danny yeah. Glover. I, I always think Donald Glover, but yeah. I know that's but, Childish Gambino. Yeah, so that's why I was like, "Oh, I'm too old for this shit," and I'm like, "Oh, fuck, damn! Like, where the hell did that come from?" You know, so that's why it's on my down. It's not because I hate the line, but it's because I can relate to it now. That's okay. why. So that's my number two, and then my number one. <laughs> I know Hector knows this one. Um. <clears throat> I'm gonna piss on your face, and then I'm gonna fart in your mouth, and then I'm gonna shit on these walls, Ray. That is by far the cringiest line I've ever heard. Wait, what movie is this from? Scary movie, the first one. <laughs> whenever, whenever they're about to get dirty, he's like, "Oh yeah, talk dirty to me, girl." Ooh, and she's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, you like that? You like that?" And all of a sudden, she goes and says that. What in the fucking? I mean, hell it's 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 scary movies. So I mean. You, what you should you shouldn't be surprised, but go ahead and reiterate your 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 three down. I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. Titanic. And my number two. I'm too old for this shit. Lethal weapon. And then, <laughs> do I gotta say this one, Doc? I, I mean, if you can, if you can, you All want right, me to say I'm it for try, you? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to say it without laughing. <clears throat> <I'm> a- <laughs> okay, I'll just do it. I'm a piss on your face, and then I'm a fart in your mouth. And then I'm a shit on these walls, Ray. Scary movies. <laughs> I just can't get through. See, you, 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 I can't get through it, bro. I can't get through it. I don't know how to do it. All right. All right. So for Spencer's three up, it's all those moments will be wait. All those moments will be lost in time, like tears in rain. Blade Runner. Hmm. You know, this is, this is you're kind of getting to know like kind of the movies we like watching. Yeah. That's number three. Number two is here's Johnny. The no, Shining. You can't, you can't go wrong with It's a very that. iconic line. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. And number one, Roman. Hey, Mia, you better hide your baby oil. Hobbs, you better hide that big-ass forehead. Ludacris spits out beer. Tyrese reaction. Damn, he stole me out of... <laughs> he stole me with a side of... Cha- with a side of damn. damn. Fast and Furious 6. You know, actually, so fun fact I think about Spencer this line, men- I think Spencer mentioned this before our previous episode, though. No, well, no, the thing is, the, the, the thing is about this quote, this, this, this thing here, that spit take was real. Yeah. So, so the line that Hobbs actually said, that was actually not on the script. And so when Ludacris spit out his, his beer, 
Tyrese is basically it would have been a cut moment if Tyrese didn't react, but he reacted in the, in the sense that you know he, he would have done in the movie. You know he would have been damn he stole me with the side of damn. Yeah, fun fact. Uh, <laughs> Tyrese was actually on the Mass Singer. <laughs> <laughs> damn. <laughs> but yeah, so to reiterate his his three up was all those moments will be lost in time, like tears and rain. Blade Runner. Here is Johnny, The Shining. Hey, Mia, you better hide your baby oil. You better hide that big-ass forehead. <laughs> damn. He's still, still on me with a side of damn. Fast and Furious 6. All right, and now what's your top three? All right, my three up is... Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> the Princess Bride. I'm sorry. Yes, I, did, I do like the fucking Princess Bride. It's a great movie. It's got Andre the Giant. What else do you need? And Manny Patinka. What? <laughs> what? You're not gonna sit here and not say you like the Princess Bride? I don't know why, but when you said Manny Patinkin, I was imagining a bunch of old people just walking in the room. Patinkin. Yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah, great line. All right, a sense taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice shanty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the silence of the lamps. The whole. <laughs> 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 Oh, man, you can't. No, I can't even do that shit, bro. I'm choking gum, bro. What the fuck? I might end up choking my shit. I just had coffee, so I really can't do it. <laughs> Flatties. Oh, God, that actually sounded pretty right on. Yeah, so, right on the mic. I mean, it's a pretty great line. That, I love that line from Signs of the Lamps. All right. And number one, you need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy, Scarface. You know what's funny? Me and Spencer were we we actually uh we were talking a few days. We were on the phone with each other a few days ago. We were, damn, it was crazy. We were on the phone for three hours. Damn. Uh, but we were kind of talking about our days back in the Marine Corps. Oh shit. And, uh, one of the one of the ongoing things was uh some people would say like Hector's pretty much black, <laughs> and uh, when I think of the Scarface. I always think of that office line was uh Andy made me his con- uh conciliary because he you know he thinks I like the Godfather because I'm black. Wrong. I like the Godfather because uh, I'm a cinephile. I like Scarface because I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> when I think about it, I was like I love the Godfather, but then I really love Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Scarface is a hell of a movie, bro. I have that shit on it's Blu-ray. A, it's on Netflix right now, and you know I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, right. Even though you probably have a physical copy of it, I do not. Watch it. You what? don't? No, bro. I bought that shit when it came out like limited edition Blu-ray. Hey, take it easy, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I I love that the bad guy scene. That is like one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Um, just you know, yeah, it's a like a really real moment for me. It's just I just like it because you know it, you know obviously it's like it's real. You know, yeah. You need me, like you need me. It's like I just like that part of that. That's the bad guy. But Al Pacino killing it with that Cuban accent. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously not, but I mean, like, yeah. it's a great movie. I love, I love Scarface. All right, so to read it. Oh, where am I? <laughs> Here we go. Uh, yeah, no, I'm trying to find. Okay. Uh, hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. The Princess Bride. A census taker once. I might actually, like, put a gif of, of uh, Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> 
for this one. For this one. Oh, a sense of once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice shanty. The Silence of the Lambs. I thought it was pronounced Chianti. Is it Chianti? I yeah. never knew. <laughs> Obviously, he said it, but I, I said it, I forgot. Yeah, you were just remembering I, I think I was just reading you, it. No, you were just remembering that. Yeah, but I was reading it, so I mean, I, I, I'm not civilized. All right. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy, Scarface. All right. All right. All right so here's my three up. Number, number three. And a lot of people will probably agree with me on this one. I am Groot. Or, I am Groot. Well, I can't do the fucking young Groot voice, but yeah. That is my number three. I'm sticking to it. I am Groot. That is a great line. Because it can mean so many different things. <laughs> and I love I love the Marvel movies. I love uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And Groot is just freaking amazing. I still remember that one that one little scene where he's like the teenage Groot and he goes, I am Groot. Like all oh, fucking voice cracking shit. And he goes, oh, watch your watch your language. You're not supposed to say that. <laughs> just like I was like, what? What the fuck do you mean to say? He's just being a rebellious teenager, man. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. So that's my number three right there. And then uh my number two um is Okay, so Hector's probably going to give me some shit on this one. But uh, this is from Olaf. He goes, some people are worth melting for. That shit was really sweet. Oh. It was from Frozen. Oh, I thought you didn't watch Frozen. I watched it the one time, but Olaf is a badass character. Okay, Olaf and the moose and the the reindeer. Those are two badass characters from that movie. Hater. Everybody else can suck it. But those those two are the best characters there. Indina Menzel. Killed it. <laughs> Hater. But, alright. So, and my number one is a very iconic line from a very iconic actor. But this is actually from an animation. Similar. Let me tell you something my father told me. Look at the stars. The great kings of the past looked down on us from those stars. The Lion King. That right there, James Earl Jones. That right there is an amazing line. Like that right, it just, it just, it makes you feel like, damn, like you are being watched by great people above, you know, and it goes dedicated to, you know, all the loved ones, you know. So it's just, it just makes you feel that way, that type of way. You're just like, man, you know, parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, anything family related, you know, you get to see, you get to feel like they're watching over you and it's the same way. That's exactly how James Earl Jones meant for you to feel that, you know, when he said that. So it's, it's, it's a, that's my number one right there. Cause it makes, it makes me feel all sentimental like and shit, you know, and I say it like that cause I don't want to get all teary and shit. So that's why I say and shit after everything I say. So it kind of, you know, kills that me and shit. Okay. <laughs> All right. So to reiterate, my top three is I am Groot from the Marvel Universe, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, number two, some people are worth melting for, Frozen. And my number one, Simba, let me tell you something. My father told me, look at the stars. The great kings of the past looked down on us from those stars, the Lion King. So, yeah, that's my top three. All right, man. Well, that's the show. Uh, thanks for listening. Episode 36. We want to give you 
give a shout out to the Unhinged Sports Network. Um, obviously, you can catch us on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, which is 11 a.m. Central Time for those who don't don't know time zones. Um, obviously, you know, catch us, me and Edward, on Unhinged FC with Kelsey from High Low Sports. But check out all the great podcasts that they have there. Far in the Bench, which is the leading podcast right now over at Unhinged. They're, they've been doing great jobs. They're, they're, they're just, I mean, they're the standard right now for Unhinged, and there's a reason why. Uh, the Jay Dash Show, which is um, James uh, James Mounier's, uh podcast, who is the commissioner of Unhinged Sports. Obviously, High Low Sports with Kelsey and DJ. Um, really great podcast. They've been actually killing it in color casts. They've current, they're, uh, as well as the guys from Far on the Bench, they're competing right now with an, in an NBA playoff where they're announcing for those who don't, who don't know what ColorCast is, it is an app where you can actually listen to other people announce sporting games. So, like, maybe if you're not a Joe Buck guy or you don't like, uh, what's another crappy announcer? Um, uh, Joe Rogan? Yeah, maybe Joe Rogan. You're not a Joe Rogan guy or, or, uh, you're not, you don't, you don't like, uh, Chris Weber. You know, like, if you don't like those guys, well, Colorcast, it's right now it's iOS only, so if you have an iPhone, you got it. Um, but it's just another way for you to listen to your favorite sporting event, maybe through someone else's perspective, maybe someone that's not as biased as the ESPN guys are. So, Colorcast, um, but yeah, Kelsey and and far in, and the guys from the far end of the bench have been killing it right now with that. They're go- trying to get into a competition. Obviously, the deeper they go, is off base of people listening to their to their Colorcasts. But yeah, so shout out to them. Um, if you guys want updates on what they're doing, not only far on the bench and uh, high low sports, but just all, all things unhinged, follow them on Twitter at network unhinged. Um, once again, they'll let you know who, what's on because it's 24 hour coverage, nonstop podcasting. Um, so if you want to know when we're live on, un, on unhinged, well, check it out. And the website is unhingedsn.com. So shout out to unhinged sports network. Also shout out to Alejandra Gomez and her company. ANG Graphics for the creation of the Insert Name FC logo. If you guys are looking to either maybe you have a logo right now, but you're not feeling it, you want to get it revamped, well, hit up Alejandra, or maybe you're just trying, you want a logo done, maybe for your Instagram, maybe your YouTube channel, whatever you're doing, Alejandra is your girl. Uh, follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. That's once again, that's at a.g dot graphics with an X hit her up and she'll take good care of you just like she took care of us I love you there you go and of course shout out to the namesake of the Roosevelt Spencer's Chick-fil-A player of the year award <laughs> Roosevelt Spencer um, you can follow him on Instagram at that guy dope once again it's at that guy dope if you guys like our beats for the intro and outro of this show uh, and, and to be honest, man, as as someone that you know, obviously we have our podcast. I think there's something really original about having your own beat, your own unique beat to your show because it just obviously you hear the beat, you know it's us. So I think uh, I think more 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 podcasts should think about doing that. So if you guys are looking to get a beat done, for, not only for not only for podcasts, maybe for a YouTube channel, or maybe maybe you're up and you know you're trying to get into the rap game. Well. That's that's Spencer right there. Spencer's specialty right there. So, you know, you, if you guys heard of NGU Booby, some of his beats does come from Spencer. So hit him up on Instagram at that guy dope so you guys can go ahead and get some collaboration done for our guy. I love you, Spence, bro. That took you a while. Yeah, I know. All right. 
Thanks for listening. Catch us next week for episode 37. 37. 37. What the heck is that supposed to be? No. Seven. Okay. All right. Take care. Take care, guys. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.